This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. Welcome to this Investec Asset Management Investment Views 2020 podcast. With me is Philip Saunders, co-head of multi-asset growth at Investec Asset Management in London. Philip, last year, around about this time, you were looking forward to 2019 with a little bit of trepidation, saying that there were risks, a lot of risks, but also opportunities. And it seems to me that as the year went on, it sort of enhanced the fact that that view might be brought even more sharply into focus this year. Yes, well, I think what happened towards the end of last year is that um, that our outlook for 2020 sort of pretty much happened in the final few months of the year. Um, we we were concerned about the headwinds, particularly the Fed tightening monetary policy and beginning to shrink its balance sheet, um, and also continuing tightening in uh, in, in China. Um, and we felt that in a highly financialized um, um, world uh, that, um, that you know, which is less about economic fundamentals and more about liquidity. Uh, that this, this was potentially, you know, uncomfortable. And yes, um, what happened was that uh, uh, bond yields hit a level uh, that uh, caused a meltdown in equity markets, uh, and we had this sort of big washout in equity markets uh, in the final fi- final months of the year. So moving into the into uh, 2019. Um, we changed our view. We basically added back uh, equity exposure. We continue to lo- run uh, with a very long duration strategy. Uh, and by and large, that's uh, proved to be quite effective because equities rallied from their lows. Uh, everybody continued to worry about um, trade conflict, uh, slowing global growth. Um, and that helped to propel uh, bond yields down to extraordinarily low levels. Uh, and, um, and so, by and large, from, from a returns perspective, you know, actually, uh, 2019 has turned out to be pretty good. You've made money in bonds. You've made money in equities. Sure, if you were heavily invested in value stocks, that hasn't been such a great, uh, great policy. Uh, but there are opportunities um, also in gold, uh, which uh, rallied strongly against both equities and bonds. So actually, notwithstanding the the drumbeat of negative news that unfolded in the course of 2019, you know, actually there have been things to do for investors. Can this continue in 2020? In other words, what are your risks and opportunities for 2020? Well, I think the way we're looking at it is that um, you know we've got to sort of still keep in mind the fact that. Uh, Uh, We're not in a normal environment. 11 years into um, a global growth cycle, um, European interest rates are in negative territory. The Fed has failed to normalize interest rate policy and is having to expand its balance sheet again. So we live in these abnormal times. um, But notwithstanding that, I think that uh, uh, investor concerns about uh, an inevitable recession next year, uh, we think are somewhat wide of the mark. Uh, global growth has been slowing. The U.S. bucked the trend, but then joined that trend. Uh, and in a way, basically, the U.S. is behind that sort of, you know, is, is at the end uh, of this process. Um, but we're beginning to see signs of light um, outside of the U.S., particularly in China. 
uh, where growth has stabilized, where the yield curve is, uh, is steepening. Um, and some, there's some early indications that the manufacturing recession that has characterized the last uh, uh, two and a half years or so, uh, that uh, has probably run its course. Clearly, you know, there can be shocks. Uh, the whole trade thing can blow up again. Um, so that's not a done deal. There are risks. We're late in the cycle um, at any rate. And so therefore, uh, it's, it's probably important that not to get too carried away. Uh, but I think we've seen the start of some significant changes. Bond yields have started to back up. Uh, we think that they've got a long way to go. We think yield curves will steepen next year. So we've gone from a position of having very long duration uh, to ha having minimal duration because we think bonds are poor value and they're sort of cyclically challenged. And on the equity side, I think we've seen a huge swing uh, away from cyclical stocks uh, that really sort of reflect investor concerns about, uh, about a recession next year in the U.S., uh, and if that is that were not to happen, uh, then I think you've got potentially very big rotations to take place in equity markets. Uh, and we've been positioning to actually take advantage of that. Uh, and also potentially, finally, uh, a shift out of U.S. equities into, um, into equities in Europe and particularly Asia, where uh, the sort of longer term strategic case and valuation seem to be pretty attractive to us. It seems to me that the case that you made this time last year has extended itself longer than you expected, but in 2020 it may come to the fore. And your positioning is going to be very, very interesting indeed, because after what you've just said, there may be some significant shifts in your positioning, in your strategy? You've outlined a few of them now, but maybe just embellish the points you've just made and bed it down for us. Yes. So uh, during this particular market cycle, which is you know, which has been proved to be a very long one, uh, US assets and the dollar have been extraordinarily dominant. Uh, and uh, every time investors have thought it was right to sell US equities on value, value grounds, you know, it might have worked briefly, but by and large, you know, it's US equity performance has been dominant. And that's because basically, you know, growth stocks have been the sort of key leaders. Uh, and, you know, where are a lot of these growth stocks, the likes of obviously Google and uh, um, Microsoft, for example, you know, they're listed in the US. Whereas if you look at the European um, index, it's dominated by you know, traditional companies like banks um, and, and, uh, and utilities that have struggled. It's interesting that, uh, you know, and that's been driven primarily by, um, you know, extremely strong relative earnings performance. The U.S. basically has trounced everywhere else. Um, uh, but that's showing signs of ebbing. So that sort of, you know, relative earnings performance has begun to narrow already. Um, and if we look at growth differentials, I think people are extremely negative about European growth prospects. They're pretty negative about uh, Asian growth prospects. Um, but uh, the U.S. economy has slowed down after the Trump bump, i.e. significant fiscal stimulus. Um, and so now we're seeing sort of greater convergence. Uh, and, and as I said earlier on, the U.S. economy seems to be lagging other economies. So we think that those differentials are exaggerated at the moment in terms of expectations for next year. Um, and they're beginning to narrow at any rate. And so we expect that trend to play out. And that will uh, have a significant impact on, uh, we think, uh, the performance of the dollar, which we expect to, to weaken from its, uh, um, for, from its sort of high levels uh, of this year. It's been in a bull market cycle for, 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 for a number of years. Uh, and we think that the beneficiaries of that will be 
you know, other currencies, you know, even the euro might basically rally from uh, where it is at the moment. Um, Asian currencies have scope to rally, and indeed it will take some of the pressure off the emerging world. Philip, thank you very much for that. That's Philip Saunders, who's the co-head of multi-asset growth at Investec Asset Management in London.